The following episode of FOFOP is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. FOFOP advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Tofop. <laughs> Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and returning guest Charlie Clawson, Gareth Reynolds is here. Hello Gareth. Hello Will. And uh, good news to the listeners. Uh, for the first time in a few podcasts, uh-huh. I am not talking to someone who has seen Batman vs. <laughs> Superman, Dawn of <laughs> Justice. That's so right. Luckily, you're not going to get another 40 minutes of me telling no, you what I... Uh, 25 maximum. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you haven't seen it yet. I you, have not. You said you're not going to see it at all. I have no desire to see it. I really have no... I, and I know this is contrary to how you feel, but I just have such little desire to see those movies in general. I'm like, how many times can I watch a guy who's like got little going on, uh, get a break, become super, need to save the world against a villain, and he does it? Like, you know where you're headed. Like, every time you know where you're headed. Right, but you can watch it four or five times a year, apparently. Yeah, but... Yes, but so... So, Batman versus Superman, I, I mean... Like, there was a lot of parts of that preview that just made me go like, no. It didn't make you think, who would win out of a fight between Batman versus I'll Superman? I'll tell you who wins. The yeah. person who doesn't go to the theater to see it. That's right. that's the ultimate, that's yeah, the winner. That is true. Yeah, the person who stayed on the couch. That's the big trick. Two things that tur- that made me go like, no way will you I see You get a little letter six months in. If you haven't seen the movie, you just get a telegram going, winner. Congratulations, congratulations. <laughs> you made some great decisions too. Uh, but the two things, okay, one is, uh, Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor. Yeah. Uh, the second I saw that in the preview and he was doing that part, I was like, ah, well, that, that's a red flag. Uh, what if that, what you saw in a preview is actually a red herring of its own and, uh, in the movie there's a great twist that makes all that manic behavior worth it. What, what <laughs> if that, what if that, Gary? It's not, well, okay. What if that? It, I, I don't think it's going to work. Okay, I don't that, think there's a silver bullet. That, that doesn't happen, by the way. Okay, but what if, I was going to say, if there's if not a moment happened? where he's like, I've been acting like a real loser douchebag because I've trapped you, Batman. Right, no. No. No, no, it turns out it just gets worse. Uh, the, the more you see of it. Uh, well, you know how much you hate like it in the preview? Oh, yeah, yeah, don't look at it directly. Yeah, but he, the way he, it's... Only look at Batman versus Superman colon Dawn of Justice through a piece of paper with a pinprick right, in it. Right, right, yeah. That's the only way you're allowed to look at the <laughs> like film. Like with a shoebox. It's the opposite of a 3D movie. There's people going in with pieces of paper yeah. and a little... They give you glasses before you walk into the right. theater that are totally blacked out. Right. You'll need these for the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll be able to see the movie to wear these for the movie for the ultimate experience of this movie just hear it yeah have you seen it in no d you have to get into no d D. it's the it's the best way you'll ever see it just sit alone for two and a half hours and use your imagination yeah here and here's some headphones (laughs) there's many songs you can pick from listen to that and wear these and you'll be much happier you know what just enjoy your popcorn have fun you like popcorn you like soda pretzel bites you're gonna love it uh so that was the first one. And uh-huh. then the second one was when Batman 
Or when Superman goes to punch Batman, yeah. and he's sort of like, eh, I beat up Batman all the time. And now Batman's clearly got some sort of like awesome suit on, and he stops the punch. The way that Superman looks like, it's so hacky how he looks like, eh? <laughs> like the look on his face is like, what? It's too much. <laughs> Couldn't handle it. Um, and, then, and then when she's like, I'm not like other women, and then it's like, it's Wonder Woman's coming now, too. You're like, what is happening? I mean, there is this great uh, subplot. Uh, you, this isn't spoiling it for you, so I'm going to tell you. Yeah. You, you will enjoy I'll this. I'll see it in no day. So, um, uh, so the reason that Wonder Woman is in it uh-huh. is that Lex Luthor has apparently worked out who all these uh, DC spin-off movie characters are going to be because uh-huh. he has a file. Literally in the movie. Oh, no. There's a file. No. (laughs) No, it's never going to end. And it comes up on the screen. No. And he's come up with individual logos for like Aquaman and the Flash. Oh, God. Right? But but Lex Luthor's designed their logos and names. Like he's. Oh, oh, so he's just like getting merch ready basically for when the movie comes out. Right. And I've put them on mugs and t shirts (laughs) and figurines. Yeah, you just go to this little room and he's protecting collectibles. Yeah. DC spin-off collectibles. The idea is in a few years, these will all be worth a tremendous amount of money. (laughs) That's his plan. Yeah. He's got into DC. Which would be pretty shrewd. Right. Very lucrative. So So he's um, literally just setting up that all these... These are the movies we're going to be beating you over the head with for the next seven years. Right. Right. So, but the, the best bit is, so Wonder Woman's in it a little bit, but um, basically she's trying to steal a photo back from... Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it's already... Like, I'm out already. This is a major plot point. She is trying to steal a photo back from Lex Luthor because this photo shows her in a different era, right? It's a photograph and it, like in the 1920s or whatever, she's uh, like... Uh-huh. Right. Right. So that's what she's doing. In, Wait. In, in a movie set in modern times. Do they talk about that anymore? Do they so- resolve what she was doing in the 1920s? Well, I mean, you know, she's Wonder Woman. That's the thing you're Could Wonder Woman tie jump, time jump? I thought she just had an invisible plane and like a whip or something. Uh, no, I think she's like or a, a lasso. Like maybe an immortal or like a. Oh, she. Oh, yeah, oh or so a she's been limo. wondering for years. Yeah, she's been around for ages. Right. She's yeah. been. Okay. But she's been undercover apart from one photo. Right, one photo. Yeah. As, oh, it's as her as Wonder Woman in the 1920s? Well, like as her, yeah, I mean, yes, kind of. Right, okay. Yeah. As her alter ego, mild-mannered stenographer, yeah. Beth Anderson. So basically, it's just a photo of a woman who looks like this other woman. And she's like, I, he'll piece everything, he'll know everything. Right, in the age of, A, the idea that she's going to steal a photo, and that Lex Luthor, yeah, who's managing... Yeah, a photo. Right. <laughs> a photo. Oh man, making a thumb drive at this least. This is the guy who's come up with logos for Aquaman already. Yeah. But apparently you don't think that he's like He's too swamped with coming into... up with logos. Yeah, well that's right. He doesn't have time for I'll this shit. Don't back up that photo. No, I... Just leave that photo in the shoebox. Leave box. the one photo in the shoebox. I've got lunch boxes to paint. So yeah, that's the proof. This one photo anyway, it's it's a, it's an atrocious horror, horror, horrid mess of a movie. And yet made a good amount of money at first, right? Not first, but then it had an 82% drop off between nah, the that first. That hurts. Yeah. That'll sting. So you know what really hurt it? People seeing it. Right. And that's so why you got to do no D. No D. You do no D. That movie is still generating right. money. Right. Because well, because essentially it's no D up until people see it, right? That's right. Because all you've got is your imagination. If you go, oh, Batman versus Superman. Oh, okay. imagine. Oh, imagine. Well, that's that. true because the anticipation for this movie was so great. Right. That, you know, you should just keep people at that level. Right. You know. And the only thing that got in the way of that was people actually seeing the movie. Right. Exactly. That right. That was a big full. <laughs> that was a real big. That's that was their first that. mistake. Right. Showing people. The Showing movie. people. Because up until then, that people 
people were very excited. Oh, yeah. It did great. It was very exciting. I mean, you know, look, they showed little bits of the movie and that turned some people off. Yeah. But some people, you know, some people were still like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. This will be good. Yeah. Look at how great Lex Luthor is in this. Right. I bet there's a big twist in the movie. I bet there's a photo twist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he's got a photo. (laughs) Oh, no. A photo. I hope the big plot point of a Batman versus Superman movie is a photo. There's no way he scanned this and saved it. No. I've got to get this one photo. One photo. photo. (laughs) Apparently, Ben Affleck has written a new Batman that's amazing, right? Well, I mean, he's they've put him in charge of the new Batman. So, Ben Affleck's going to... Write and direct, I believe, the new Batman. Was he film. terrible as Batman? No, he wasn't terrible. No. He was probably actually, you know what? He was one of the better parts of the film. Right. Like at the start of the film, Batman has gone. So it, it, he's meant to be kind of like older Batman. Okay. Like, you know, so Batman who's been in the job too long, right. basically. It's right. Like, Over it. He should have been given up. To, yeah. He's, he's making um, Batman like choices. Right. Yeah. Like, for example, how many times in this movie he murders people. But let's get back uh, oh, to that. Wow. Time. I was hoping he'd go the other way. Like, he would just be like painting now or something like that. He'd be like, you know what? He's just a joker. Yeah. Leave him be. <laughs> Come on. What? And you hate the guy who wants to tell you a joke all the time? Come what? On. Oh, you all fucking do your Sudoku, <laughs> yeah. but you don't like a riddle? What's with you, people? <laughs> What, am I the only one who loves the Riddler? This dude is fucking hilarious. My guys. How does he, how do you write these? I mean, sit over here, get over hilarious. here, Riddles. These are you are legit, dude. I mean, you should go mainstream. Have you ever, My friend is a you know publisher what? and I would love to get a sit down with you too. Here's the thing. I know it's probably not the show for you, but Gotham's Got Talent has started a lot of careers around here. I, I really saying, think with some with the outfit, with the Riddles themselves, it, that, it, I mean a bad boy pass. You'll be going to Hollywood, my friend. I feel like this is an act that we can sell. I, I think it's great. Move over Jeff Dunham. Yeah. <laughs> I feel. So Joker and Riddler, welcome to America's Got Talent. Okay, it's good to have you guys here. And uh, what's your uh, act? Oh, he looks like a penguin. Look at this fella. Uh, I want to kill Batman. (laughs) Fuck Batman. Okay, well, maybe they're not all redeemable. What? Where the fuck is Batman? They put me in a suitcase. (laughs) My man. And partly penguin. (laughs) So it's old Batman. He's uh, he's done with. Well, he's not done with being Batman. He's still Batman, but he shouldn't be Batman anymore. That's the thing. Because he's too old. Because he's too old. Right. But not in a kind of hilarious Danny Glover. I'm getting too old for this shit. Right. Which no. would have been a good twist. Oh yeah. If they'd started with uh, Jeremy Irons as Alfred and Ben Affleck as Batman. Yeah. And Batman's like, I don't know, Alfred. It's only three days to retirement. <laughs> oh come on, Master <laughs> Wayne. You must. Master Wayne, come now. No, I'm getting too old for this shit. Master Wayne. I'm getting too old for this Master shit. Master Wayne. Three days. Three days, Master then Wayne. Then Bali. Then Bali, as we discussed. Eat, pray, love. Eat, we, you're going on your own eat, pray, love. Eat, pray, love. That's right. You're going on your own eat, pray, love. Eat, pray, love. All right. I'll be the last to say it, but you're going on your eat, pray, love. <laughs> eat, pray, love. Master Wayne, I refuse to give you the last word on this. Eat, pray, love. Now, I'll be shutting the door right now as I'm closing the doors. And EPL. Uh, eat, pray, love. No, EP, EP, I was talking about the soccer. EPL. Oh, EPL. Master EPL. Look, you can have the last word there. Thank you. Eat, pray, love. Actually. <laughs>
<laughs> just how weird it's gotten between them now. <laughs> I mean, hours of the two of them living non-sexually in the same house. Yeah. I mean, eventually you've got to come up with little games to amuse and each just, other. Yeah, just coming up with like toys for each other to use to fight crime. They'd be just like a couple too, do you know what I mean? Like they'd yeah. just be like... They'd be an old married couple. They'd yeah. know each other's faults. They'd yeah. just be like, you know. Ah, uh, there's nothing wrong with the other grappling hook. Relax. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Quit trying to change what already works, Alfred. Always tinkering. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that I'm the one always trying to help, Master Wayne. Just want to help you fight crime. I don't mean it like that. I appreciate you, Alfred. I'm just saying, no, I'll be in my study. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Fucking night with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine like Alfred had to take him shopping and I imagine this because I saw my parents when uh, I was in Melbourne and I said to them, we went and had lunch and I said, what are you doing? They were coming to see my show that night and uh, my mum has said, to, she goes, oh, we've got a United Dairy Farmers a Victoria conference tomorrow so we've got to go to a place called Fletcher Jones which is like an old man's pants store to buy dad some pants, right? Oh my God. And there's only like this old man pants store, Fletcher Jones, used to be everywhere in Australia. And now there's like four of them, but one of them's in the city. And my dad obviously got one pair of pants at Fletcher Jones like like, 40 years ago. Fletcher Jones. Is there a man who's actually Fletcher Jones? I mean, at some stage, I bet there uh, was. I hope. But I imagine it's Fletcher Jones Fingers the crossed. third. Yeah, at this point. Who's run the fucking empire into the ground, <laughs> yeah, by the he's way. He's just put most of it up his nose. Right, yeah. Fuck it. We're the, Fletch- we're the Jones family. These are the best old guy pants on the market. They were the original Joneses you had to keep up with. Yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> right. That's how good they were going for a while. But he's run that into the ground. Yeah, yeah. So did did they? Just, so your dad had to go buy pants to go to that go to conference. conference. Yeah, uh, and you could just see right away like that the tension. Uh, it, uh, well, it was just one of those things where he can't buy pants by himself. Right, like he wears them. You every- know, I kind of am like that though. But honestly, he, he wears these pants every day. Who is better to judge I, again, your pants I, than you? I, I'm kind of with if him. If you sent him into a shop and went, what is the one pair of pants you wear every day? Just go and find those pants. Uh, it would be like he'd never seen pants. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be like an alien. Like, what are, right. what are pants? Right. Because there's no, what are these pants? There's no part of his brain that is allocated to him having to ever choose pants. He's got it on his arms. He's outsourced it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. He yeah. goes, no, my wife That should be a new pants. show. Pick one pair of pants. <laughs> If you pick your pair of pants, you get your pants. Shouldn't be a show. But how many how many times do you how many different pairs of pants do you wear a week? I mean, I I, I normally have a, like a small rotation of pants. What, like how many? A roster. What oh. do you got? How many's on your team? I mean, okay, all right. Well, let's uh, we we can walk through it. I have okay. an around the house like pant, right? Which is a pair of like tracksuit pants, basically. You know, track pants. I know those ones. Yeah, those I got a ones. pair of those. Okay, okay, check. So that's my around the house. Sometimes yep. out of the house, just yep. depending so on if, how I feel. Depending on how hungover you are and what right. you're going to do. And then I have a, a pair of pants that look like tracksuit pants, but actually are a bit more of a dress pant. Okay. They're on my transition between tracksuit pants and actual pants. So you sort of almost do the like man going from ape to walking, sort yeah. of the evolutionary cycle There's an of evolution pants. of pants. You go from like definitely mainly indoors to like indoor outdoory pants. I have transition pants. Right. <laughs> I got to get a pair of those. Right. So basically... You mean pants that change for whatever the event is? Well, mine are basically just the early version of that. At some stage, there will be transition Someone pants. Someone will be right? able to make transition pants. But at the moment, basically what I have is... The prototype. Yeah. I have the early version. You of like, have well, the rotation. If, yeah. <laughs> imagine if instead of 
four pairs of pants. Yeah. This was one pair of pants. <laughs> this is on Shark Tank or Dragon's Den. <laughs> and they're like, but how do you do it? Well, well that's where Mark Cuban comes in. Well, I think you could be really helpful. That's where we need the money. That's what the money is for, that's is to what, figure I mean, out how the fuck you make a pair of pants before, pa- you know what I mean? crazy how the hell are we gonna do it right so give so 300 grand for 30 percent. are you in or are you out i don't understand why you guys are everyone's looking at me weird we don't have anything to pass out either because we don't have it it's it's exciting to get it we don't have it now though right but imagine it but we brought chocolate for everyone give them the chocolate hurry some of the chocolate jesus christ we don't have chocolate but what we do have is still the pant theorem. Yeah. So. No, well, that's basically what I do have, though. So I have the, the tracksuit pants that look like exactly like these in-between pants. Right. So the in-between pants, uh, I wore them on stage at uh, Meltdown last night. I'll, right. wear, I'll wear them on stage tonight. Casual co- comic book out the back of a, that's a sort of, I could wear that as a gig pant. Right. But I have another version of those, which is an on-stage pant. Like you saw solely like, on stage pant. Yeah. Okay. So when I played the opera house, they were my on stage pant when I did the what comedy are those festival. Like? Well, they're essentially just a nicer version of the pre- ones we've talked about previously. You really are working on transition pants. I am. I didn't. It doesn't. And I now was, it doesn't but, sound that hard. Right? Now that you're laying out that they're just they're like brothers. Right. Yeah. And then there's actual. Uh, there's the step further than that. Which the, is what like, is further? Right. Well, there's a kind of like dressed up suit pant version of these exact same pants. Suit pant of those pants. Of those pants, but they've just added like buttons in the crotch because up until then it's been drawstrings. Are they? Are they? Like, the so same? up until this point, even in the nice ones that I wore on stage, it's a drawstring waist. Wow. Drop, now we have buttons. But now we have buttons. I'm in the surprised crotch. buttons came in so late in the evolution. Right. Well, yeah. no, because one of the things I love about it the most is the drawstring, because my weight will fluctuate a lot per day. Let alone you over can have a, a show called Fluctuate. Oh yeah, because it doesn't have my name in it. Will fluctuate. There we go. Uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. And I think we're all set here. All right, now I'm working until I'm 94. <laughs> Every time I come up with the name of the show, I have to live an extra year to do that show. <laughs> You're so. like a Greek myth. <laughs> Comedius. Just please stop coming up with things that have will in Comedius it. Comedius would come up with a will pun, and everyone he had had to live another year to perform it. He was doing shows till he was 209. Not great puns by then. But yeah, no, toiling at the end. Last last eighty five years were a shit show. Right. Uh, so um, uh, yeah. So the dress version. I, I like the drawstring version because it means that I can fluctuate a little bit in my weight during right. the tour. Yep. And it doesn't. You know, you don't have that uncomfortable feeling on stage of suddenly your pants aren't fitting properly, which is the worst. Yeah, the worst. The so, worst is when you have a pair of pants that were like normal for a while, and then yeah. someone's like, "Are those skinny jeans?" And you're like, "Oh God, they weren't." Well, the great thing about uh, all these pants up until this point, by the way, is that uh, they all are kind of like, you know, still your baggy drop crotch right. sort so of thing. Right, so you don't necessarily see... You can hide a lot under right. there, right? Yeah. Um, but the other thing is that I like about that is <laughs> that um, when you get up to the dress pant version of them, uh, it's stretchy-ish material still. Okay. So what happens is first day in, they might be feeling a bit tight. Right. But if you wear them first night, like, you know, of the fancy thing, right, when you're looking at your best anyway, yeah. they fit you perfectly. Right. And then just as you blow out, as long as you don't wash them that is in good. that time, I can't tell they if that's... <laughs> blow out with you. So you don't actually feel like... You're going down with me, boys. Right. There is a point where you're like, now I've got to keep these really clean. Yeah. So I can keep them loose. Yeah. Because once I can't I... get any barbecue sauce on them today. <laughs> <laughs> Fatty's got to clean up. Fanny's going to the opera house. <laughs> you, I see. I can't tell if that's a great thing or a terrible thing because part of the thing is like 
Because like you're saying, like if you go on the road, you just you you eat no matter what your great game plan is, by week two or three, it's probably fading and you're probably eating like a monster and drinking a lot. Right. Right. So correct. But then so and probably even way before that. But but then so the idea that you cannot tell how much weight you're gaining sort of lulls you into this like, you do whatever you want, buddy. You're doing fine. Whereas a lot of times, like, I'll be like, oh, God, I need to, I have to go for a run. Look at what's happening. I don't need extra self-loathing in the middle of a tour. <laughs> no, it's true. Like a long tour provides enough self-loathing no. day to day. Yeah. You don't need deep. You know what? I, and I'm like that with food when it's happening. I'm just like, you know what? If this is what your body tells you you need today so you can do your show... Then eat this food. Oh God, you're so good to yourself. I give myself permission. You know oh. what? I I read Eat, Pray, Love, and it's got a lot of important lessons for us all. Eat, Pray, Love. It was on Batman's recommended reading list. Eat, Did pray, you know love. he's doing that now? <laughs> yeah. He's eat, like, Pray, Love. Uh, catcher in the Rye. Everyone's a phony. Uh, what else? Uh, what other books do I like? No, fuck this. Why did I agree to do this goddamn Maxim list anyway? Fuck. <laughs> I don't even need this shit. Master Wayne. Oh, God. What? What are you doing? Why does, what does it matter? Why do you have to know everything I'm doing all the time? Oh, sorry. Dinner's cold. I said I'll be in when I'm... God damn. Such a little bitch lately. <laughs> okay. All right. But... So I do, I do agree with that theory. But so you have, and you're wearing those most weeks. You're getting yep. in, all those are in in the rotation. Yeah, I would say four pairs of pants. Oh, yeah. uh, you know what? Three every week, and that fourth, the good pair, just depends. You know where I am in my year. See, I would say that I am. I would say that I'm every week two pairs, and some some weeks one pair might get leaned on pretty heavy. Like one, <laughs> it might get leaned on pretty heavy. What are you wearing at home, though? Oh, at home I wear I have my my tracksuit. Right, pants. so that's yeah. two. That's yeah. two pairs. And of those pants, then. that's already two pairs. That's already pants. okay. So that's two. Yeah, that's, that's two, two out of, off yeah. the gate. Right. All right. So like, there's I mean, two right as there. As long as you can take your pants off when you get home. Yeah. And put well, on a lot of times when I get home, is it when you get home? Do you ever just get naked, completely naked, or no? Never. Never. Uh, see, I kind of. It's kind of like the first thing I do. I don't even <laughs> like the idea of doing it in between like <laughs> different rooms or like whatever. <laughs> I like to, like, I'll bring clothes. Like, so when I'm going to have a shower, I go and get the clothes I'm going to get into. Even if you're at home? Yeah, here, by myself. You will bring the clothes into the into the bathroom so and, before, and get ready in there, like, right when you're done. Before I went, yeah. Oh, wow. I do it all. In, I don't want to, like, spread mess throughout the house. I just get it all ready. Okay. It's a little process. Oh, wow. I have a little process. Uh, my, you know? I mean, I, I... You know what? I, Hey, Gareth, sometimes just treat yourself nice. No, I, sometimes, look, I get sometimes it. Sometimes a morning so ritual can become a calming ritual. I, and you know what? Eat, pray, love. You should you read know, it. That's it, all I'm just saying. Is what's read, happening? Eat, Do you work love. for Eat, Pray, Love now? Whatever. I might have a small financial interest in the company. Oh, I'm not, God. You know what? You're my, doing Eat, Pay, Love. I, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. All right. I nailed your ass on that it's one. It's true. I'm doing it. Nailed! Pay. Eat, Pay, Love. <laughs> It's my new business. Eat, pay, love. Eat, pay, love. So what's the deal? You get a meal, you pay me, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> this no, is a restaurant. No, it's a, it's a, it's a like a sex work slash restaurant <laughs> service. Eat, pay, love. How was your BLT? Right. All right, right over here where you'll yeah. give Charlie your $15. And this is Melissa. <laughs> yeah. uh, here you are. Oh, no, how was your BLT? That's uh, Bethany, Lawrence, and Teresa. Oh, hello, ladies. <laughs> I, oh, boy. <laughs> I am starving. 
<laughs> eat, pay, love. Eat, eat, pay, love. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like a great uh, comic TV show about like a landlord who has downstairs has a restaurant and upstairs has like a brothel. Oh, dude. Eat, pay, that, love. That is t- we could pitch that. That would be great. <laughs> eat, pay, love. That, that, I don't know if I ever told you this, but there was this time, I might have already told you this, but there was this time where I broke a phone, like I broke my cell phone. This is like a flip phone. People already had iPhones, but I was thinking of the flip phone. Uh-huh. And so it, it was dying and I couldn't charge it. So I had to get a phone that night. So my buddy goes, he sends me to this like weird place in Reseda, which is like a real weird area of LA, just outside of LA or, or in LA. And, uh, I go to this place at like 9.15. I had a show. I go to this place at like 9.15 right after. So I'm going to pick up this phone at this business at like 9.15 at night. And the guy said he was fine with it. And then, so I walk in and, or I like can't open, I can't find the door because it's like in this little outside strip mall and a lot of the windows are blacked out. So the address where he told me to Which go. Which is always good, right? Always a good sign. That's always a good sign. Always fills you with the warm fuzzies. Well, I mean, it's a, uh, it, a it good means- vibe. It means that they just someone's sleeping in there. It just means They've that just, these people really like they well they don't have their no D masks right so they instead just they're do inside, no D on the door. They're just inside. They're imagining businesses. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is a no D business. How's the pottery business? Oh, really great. I imagine it's. Great. I, I can't imagine it Did going say, poorly. Can you say I can't imagine it going poorly yes. or it's not going poorly? Which reminds me, I need more money for the rent. Right. Um, Shark Tank didn't buy transition <laughs> pants. I don't know why. Thought we had them with the chocolate. I mean, you could add in a short too, just by the way, if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Like, it'd be great if you transitioned. Totally. Pants. Once it got hot, maybe you could even set them. Okay, now we'll need some actual. Like, okay, some here we cash, go. Now but, we're talking NASA, but let's keep going. Okay, we will, it'll have to be a NASA fiber of some kind. Right. I, be, I believe we will have to. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so at some stage where that you set them to a certain heat, and if it gets that hot, then they just turn into shorts. Wow. Yeah. Right. Or okay, since we're kicking the can down the okay, road a little let's bit, do it. cooling pants. We could oh, c- yeah. come up with a pant okay. that could cool. Uh-huh. You know, that's one of your transition phases. Right. Yeah. I mean, I. Do, I mean, I definitely think I'm adding a lot more overhead no, to the no, no, project. No, I do like. No, I actually don't know if you are. Okay. Good. Because to be honest, right? We were just talking about pants that turn into other, other pants. pants. So you know, you're right. I think. I think I might have just grounded us, actually. <laughs> right. I feel like if we're going to... Like, now we have two problems. Yeah. But I don't feel like the second one's actually added any degree of... Di- if we get people who can nail the first one, I'm sure they can also they'll, handle the second one. And I one. say we lead with the first one, and then the second one, they'll be like, oh, okay. Well, that... But we can try that. Apple are always working on a couple of projects at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So yeah. we throw a couple of irons into the fire. We don't know if we get transition right first, or we get the temperature thing. We're Whatever we're both. getting. Whatever we're getting. We're getting something good. Right. And that'll lead to the next thing. But your heat control open. pants are very... like That's a great yeah. idea. Because you can get thermals and stuff. But you know what it's like in this country? You tour from... Like, I'm going to go and play Cleveland again in December and, or like Denver or somewhere and it'll be snowing. Yeah. And I don't want to have to like buy but you, thermals and lay on myself. If you, I had a simple pair of pants that had heat control within them. Yeah. But you also, when you're, when you're dealing with like thermals and stuff, like that is like if you put on like thermals under your pants, you're making a very clear decision that, I mean, you're going to be going into places. Right. And places have heat on. So you go out, you go out and you're like, oh, my legs are so, I don't feel that cold. And then you walk into a place and you're like, oh, sweet God. Right. I'm sweating my balls off. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally, my balls are gone. One of them is. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I end, agree. That's okay. the end of my point there. No, no, that's a good point. 
Well, that, um, that's a selling point for transition pants. Which are going to be great. I mean, I think this is what you've really come up with. Transition pants and uh, with regulated heating. Yeah. with re- Now with regulated heating. Now with heating. regulated heating. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what it is. It's now, the now with part. optional. Now, now with, with optional, optional cooling and heating. Yeah. Yeah. Ava- not available in Hawaii. <laughs> uh, so, wait. So, I go to get this phone from this dude. So, I open the door. After all the doors are blacked out, I find one door that's open and I push it open. And this dude and this woman are sitting at desks. Like, you walk into the room and you're like, this room's from the 1970s. Uh-huh. Like, it just, they looked like they were from the 70s. It was just like watching footage of them. And he's this Russian dude. And he goes, what do you need? And, then, and they're smoking. Both of it, like, the room is full of smoke. And I was yeah. like, what is this business? And there's boxes everywhere. And he's it's, like, a, it's a secondhand smoke business. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, it's and for I people was like, buying. It was for people who, like, have quit smoking. Yeah. But they, like, are still in that period where they just, like, well, you know what? It's not cheating if <laughs> yeah. I just walk around in a room where other people are smoking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Secondhand smokes. Yeah. Welcome to secondhand smokes. That'll be $5. What is this? $5. By the way, you have told this story before, but please keep telling it. Oh, shit, no, I have. No, please keep right. telling it no, because no, no. I'm trying to find new and interesting ways to... But well, I just <laughs> wanted to seems, get... It if just it seems ends like with an I, eat, pay, love moment. But my favorite bit about this is that, like, <laughs> I, I'm literally on the way going, well, we didn't talk about this last time. So if it feels like I'm taking some very weird U-turns, that was really just me going, let's tell the story again, <laughs> okay. a different way. Okay, well, I'll leave out the part about the phone <laughs> clip then. But so he goes... So he's like, he's like, you're late. And I'm like, no, I said I'd be here like nine. I was like, it's 9.15. Right. And he goes, you want blowjob? And I was like, what the fuck? Right. And he ended up having this cell phone business on the bottom. And then above, he had a whorehouse. Yeah. Eat, pay, love. Well, actually, it was a blowjob. Uh, you misunderstood. It's a secondhand smoke business. <clears throat> oh. And what, what a blowjob is. That's them what, blowing it in your face. Yeah, literally. They blow the smoke it. in. Yeah. I did want a blowjob, it turns out. Yeah. It's the anti-vaping business. It's right, the opposite right, of vaping. Right. We're like in competition with vaporizers, <laughs> you know, they're like they're plumes of smoke. Right. We just blow a plume at you. Yeah. yeah. It's like a non-smoke That'll business. That'll be $5. $5. You want blowjob? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I got to never tell that story again. No, I like twice it. on one podcast. No, I like it. I like I like hearing stories. I I t- I mean, over the time of doing this podcast, yeah, right. I'm you sure. just do, it, yeah. but you just hope that you add some different, I know, beat or some different layer or whatever to the to the story. But what 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 has been going on with you recently? We haven't had to catch up for a little bit. You were just on the road with the dollop in Chicago and New York doing the show. Yeah, we just did uh, live ones in Chicago, and New York, and they were fucking great. Uh, it's just it's like. <clears throat> You know, I think it's weird because, you know, I think when we first started, like it's caught on more here, but when we first started and we would go and the first time I went to Melbourne for the festival and like met people who like liked the show, I just had never experienced anything like it. You know, like I'd never experienced like multiple people like being excited to say uh, you know, your show is good or, you know, like I'd had pockets of that, but never, never something that felt like condensed like that. Right. Right. And then now, and that was just kind of what Australia was like. And then now again, I mean, it's, it's all relative, but now like, you know, being able to sell out shows here and do those shows here, it's so, it's just so weird. It's great, but it's crazy, you know, like to have like, you know, merch lines and shit is just not something I saw on the radar three years ago. (laughs) I mean, it's amazing, really. Like, it's amazing that you can take a podcast out. I mean, we had over 900 people at the big live TOEFOP yeah. show at the festival. 
And to think that when we start, I mean, when we started, that's how many people listen to the podcast. I, I mean, that's just, well, that that's just crazy in general because, you know, it, there is, you. It, one thing about podcasting that's so strange is how it goes from just like you and me in your place talking into microphones and it's such a pride and then people listen to it privately and when you all get together to do it there's sort of this energy in general let alone when you're dealing with almost a thousand people right and it's it's an amazing thing because and you hear this every year at podfest but i do love it is you've got a group of people together experiencing something that they normally experience alone yeah like the, th- the reason that people like podcasting i think is that it can be a really intimate experience yeah. you know you can like I, I personally listen to it you know when i'm walking or you know like yeah you know, so you get you know into that moment or into that conversation yeah particularly with something like the dollop it's a podcast that you actually have to listen to right the whole way so you're doing quite active listening so you get into the world and you get into the you know people are involved in it and that sort of thing yeah but you're doing it alone yeah. and you have a very personal connection. Like I assume that there are people who talk about podcasts with other people and stuff, but in a general sense, you, it's not like it's like a television show where it like lost is on every Thursday. So on Friday morning, you're going to have a conversation with your friends about. That's you know, very true. Yeah, no, it and is. And then yeah. you come together. And then you and all come do, together for the first time. time. Yeah, and it's do almost, this thing together that you know, normally It's all almost do like alone. you have like a long distance relationship. Like you got like it's like you met somebody online. Right. And then you get to fucking meet together and Well, it's like a giant blind date. Yeah. yeah. You, you all have something in common. Yeah. It, and you all You've know You've been set up. Yeah, and you yeah. all know that there's something about you that's a little bit it's like yeah, it is like that. Yeah. Oh, you like podcasts? Oh, I've got a friend who likes podcasts. Well, yeah. What Maybe if the fans guys- stood us up? <laughs> Nobody came? They all got cold feet, I guess. I will say this. It was quite hilarious when you mentioned that because it happened to Mark Marin in Australia as well, which I, I don't think I'm you know being disrespectful to say this. Like the first thousand tickets in each of the cities went in like six seconds. You know, people were yeah. so excited that he was coming out, and then you know it didn't. You know, after that, you know, the right. sales kind of trickled, and we had a bit of an experience like that as well. We moved from a, a venue that was 220 or 240 seats to one that was like a, nearly a thousand seats. Right. And so we never really we said, oh well, if we get five hundred, six hundred, it's worth yeah, worth us moving. Yeah, and we ended up getting over nine hundred. But the truth is, like we sold about seven hundred in the first twenty uh, twenty four hours. And then you're like, and then, hello, hello, then anyone was, there? So you guys, okay. Well, that's what we learned. Okay, there's about seven. At least people. we'll know exactly how many fans we have. Right. Yeah. Turns out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so it's like it. It's just now, you know, it's. It's just different. It's just like uh, it's different, and it's so great, you know. So, so that was real fun, and uh, I think we plan on doing some more of that pretty soon. And then I think we're gonna go to Australia soon. And uh, I was I shot a pilot for ABC in Atlanta for two weeks. What uh, you allowed to talk about anything to do with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I probably shouldn't say. I mean, it was it's basically just the show for ABC with like. By the way, can't hear somebody say shot a pilot without literally thinking about them shooting a pilot. I know it's the oldest joke in the entire world. I always like make every it time, too. Yeah, every time you like when you just said that, yeah. you were like, I shot. So I shot a pilot, and yeah. all I want is like, oh, Delta. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. You just want to like immediately hit with a yeah. Right. I agree. I totally agree. Because, see, like, I'm at the point where I've, like, done it enough times where people have been like, yeah, we get it. Yeah. Where I'm like, okay, I can't do but it. It's anymore. just one of those ones that's hard to walk by. Sometimes it's in you your head. Gotta, it's on the tip of your tongue. Yeah, you just got to go, you know what? Let's just, just say it. What does it hurt anyone for us just to. <laughs> it in- makes me feel good when I say it. Come on. <laughs> let say me it. say just it. Just let me say it. Will has a joke he wants to say. All right, so say it again. 
I just shot a pilot. <laughs> what? Delta? Okay. okay. All right. Can Go we ahead. move on? Okay, Are we good great. here? That was good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was in Atlanta for two weeks and just was doing that. And that was, you know, fun. That was something I haven't done. Uh, did you, do you get an opportunity to have a look around there when you're there? Have you spent any time in Atlanta before? Uh, I, I had a little bit, not like that. And I really didn't. I mean, we were shooting so much stuff. Like it was, I mean, I went out a little bit. I, I don't know if you know who Jack A. Harry is. No. She, uh, most, like she was on the show called 227 here. Um, and then she was the mother on this show called Sister, Sister. And she is uh, this. She's this black actress. Got to be honest just, with you. Both of those sound like made-up shows. But I mean, I guess I'm making it up. There's no Jack A. I was about to say it's like two two seven, two two seven, and, and uh, the bridge, sister, and sister, uh, sister, and man, monkey bot, uh, air vent, and uh, TV, and couch, love seat, couch. Those shows. Remember those shows? Bathroom handle, door handle, end table, counter, kitchen counter. Fridge. She was in Fridge. Remember Fridge? The show Fridge? You don't remember Fridge? Oh, the spinoff. The spinoff from Freezer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Freezer about that shrink in Seattle. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, where it was always cold. Always cold. Yeah. (laughs) Well, she she was like this icon here and still is. I mean, she gets recognized everywhere she goes. But, you know, the cast was just like all these great people like Martin Mull and Casey Wilson and people like that. Uh, Rudder Surly from... It was just... uh, it was great. It was like real. It was real weird though, because I haven't like Wilson from Wilson Phillips. No, Casey Wilson from Happy Endings and Saturday Night Live. Okay, that does make Not, more sense. Yeah, that makes more <laughs> sense. Yeah, <laughs> you're thinking of Carney Wilson. Very different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I, di- I didn't know who I was thinking of, so I'm glad glad that you had a go. <laughs> the volleyball from C- Castaway, right? N- no, warmer, but no. no, no. Uh, somehow warmer for no. sure, but no. Uh, not the. Not Has that volleyball been anything else since? Like, I mean, Tom Hanks got plenty more roles out of it, but I feel like Wilson really I didn't. I feel like it was in Captain like... Phillips. I feel like it had a cameo in Captain Phillips. Oh, uh, really? I think so. Do you feel like Tom Hanks is still looking after Wilson? Like, yeah. Get some late like, night calls. Like Retta Wilson is like, Tom, where are you going? At the pool house. To hang out with Wilson again? You know what? He's lonely and he hasn't worked a lot recently. Why is there a hole carved in the back of him? You know what? We, it was a long time on the island. Oh, my God. I'm back with you now. You weren't on the island. What? Well, you were, but acting. I mean, well... You stayed in a hotel. Method acting. Oh, my God. You know what? They said they couldn't afford a second room for Wilson. So he does, He's a goddamn volleyball. You know what? We're working on other projects together. <sighs> Brokeback Mountain too. Oh, my God. <laughs> Broken volleyball. <laughs> Broken volleyball. <laughs> and then he joins Wilson Phillips. <laughs> Someday somebody's going to make you want to turn around and say goodbye. <laughs> And he's just there, like, with a mic in front of him and a water and a towel. <laughs> Backstage. Wilson! Wilson! Then he's just doing blow. What about Wilson? <laughs> he's doing now, coke. He's got a Russian guy in the corner going, do you want a blowjob? Which is where they just <laughs> inflate him after the gigs. <laughs> he needs blowjob. He gets a Russian w- woman to blow smoke into him. <laughs> Literally blows smoke up his ass after the show. You were great. Yeah. Now I'm going to blow more smoke up your ass. <laughs> like, who was the... Uh, wasn't it the woman from... Fl- Stevie Nicks, wasn't that the famous thing? That oh, she yeah. got cocaine... Blown in her blown ass. Blown in her ass yeah. after shows. That's yeah. what Wilson's getting done. Oh, my God. <laughs> Someone picks him up and he just turns into powder. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yes, that. <laughs> Getting coke. I can't, um, I mean, 
Can that be true that she got coke blown Apparently up? Apparently, it is true. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, I mean, coke will make you uh, make a lot of interesting choices. Yeah, I was watching actually something. Well, here's what I was watching. I was watching trailers on the internet. Okay. Uh, and I let my computer keep running and it went on to just some, you know, when the YouTube clips keep playing. Right. And it was like top 10 drug addicted performances, like uh-huh. people who were fucked up off their head on drugs and like the movies they had been in. Right. And uh, it was uh, it was pretty interesting yeah. to hear the stories, like of the ones that have kind of been confirmed of the people who were just like, so fucked up yeah. the entire time making the movie. I mean, obvious ones like Robert Downey Jr. and stuff in yeah. Lesson Zero like and shit like now. that. But like this, there's like there's a, there was a couple of them that were just like crazy. Like, yeah, like, I can't imagine. Well, I like I could never imagine cocaine. That's the one that I just can't get. Well, that, that's it's what like, I was gonna say. It's like, such a terrible like to do your job. Or, or they showed because apparently um, Mike Tyson was off his head on cocaine when he did his uh, uh, cameo in The Hangover. Oh, so really? That's been confirmed, apparently. Oh, shit. And then they showed it, and you're like, oh, yeah, he's clearly off his head on cocaine. Wow. Because, like, you think your memory of it is like, you know, like, because I'm a bit like Dave. He's a rapist, and I find it hard to laugh yeah. at the rapist, you know? Yeah. But you remember going, oh, well, people loved his cameo in that movie. He was really funny, right? Yeah. He had that offbeat sense of humor. But then you watch it back, and, and you go, like, oh, no, no, no. Like, they probably just kept being like, smaller, Mike, smaller, right. smaller. But he is going nowhere near any of the jokes. Yeah. Like, he's doing he's doing that Phil Collins thing, because it was meant to be a parody of, like, by the way, what a bad taste joke. But remember, yeah. there was the gorilla that, like, drummed to the Phil Collins song, and he's oh, like... Oh, right. Right. Yeah, I know. Which, oh, Jesus. Think, I didn't even make that if you, yeah, if you unpack that joke a little, it's a terrible, terrible joke. Pack it again. But then, like, he's obviously meant to be singing along and actually do it, but he's so but he's off. off. Oh, like, yeah. And off. Not off in a way that would be a comic <laughs> right. suggestion from a director. Like, they're like, that'll do. But off in a way like, well, I guess that's our take. Okay. Well, we did it 35 times and got one maybe. Right. So let's let's leave. Like, In fact, in their defense, maybe he just started singing that song and they had to actually layer in the joke he's afterwards. He's not singing Bohemian Rhapsody. Just yeah. put, get that, put that song on. That's what he's playing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> keep going, Mike. You're killing it, bud. Killing Jesus it, mate. Christ. Why does he keep going to the bathroom? I, I, did, I think I know why. <laughs> Is he wearing white face? <laughs> yeah, sort of. Mike, Mike, my buddy has that story about he was doing this show with uh, Gary Busey and who's a legend. And he did this show um, that was on years ago. And one of the things they were shooting was he was in like a teepee, like Gary Busey was in a teepee. The kind of the, the crux of the show is basically like it was a show called I'm with Busey. And it was like Gary Busey and this guy just hung out. So it was kind of like a reality show. Right. But like Gary was coked out of his face during it. And this one time they were in a teepee shooting this scene and Gary's nose kept bleeding. And so my buddy goes in and he's like, uh, Gary, your nose is bleeding. And he goes, yeah, it's called The Choice. And he's like, can we do one without it? And he's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like cleaned his nose up. But, but but way to own it oh yeah it's called a choice i mean it's just i mean it's called a terrible choice i know it, i mean it, it's just like when someone makes a catch that you're like oh that's gonna he's not gonna make that do you you're mean, like, oh my god do you mean it's a series of bad life choices that have brought you to this moment is that i mean what i'm mean in character yeah and he's got a bloody nose you remember when you were going to be one of the biggest superstars in the world but then you just did drugs and ruined it all nope and now you're in a tp nope it's a choice <laughs> it's a choice. I made a choice a long time ago. I made a lot of choices. 
He's got this other story where he was on the street. He was on the street with him, and they uh, were fighting, arguing. And my buddy IRL or acting for the no, program. really, really arguing, okay. like behind the scenes arguing. And they were arguing, and it started to get physical between them. And a bus drove by, and they're shouting at each other. And a bus drove by, and someone goes, "Hey, Nick Nolte!" And Gary Busey goes, "Hey, how are you?" <laughs> well, I mean. Hey, listen. You know what? It's better than nothing. It's good for those folks. You know what? That's, yeah. that's what I like about Boosie. He could have corrected that. Yeah. But no. you know what he did? He just he, he just went, he went, thank you. And now they go home with a story. They probably just do that for each other. Nick Nolte and Busey. It's probably just like, look, if someone says yeah. they love you, just say yeah, just to yeah. keep the goodwill going. I mean, you know what? We're both fucked up drug addicts. L- look, we are basically we the same kind, guy. I mean, it's <laughs> right. I mean, it's not really their fault, right? We're the same guy, we're right? The, pretty much. I mean, honestly, we're like Station from Bill and Ted's right. Bogus Journey. It's fair to say that we both at least made a choice. Yeah, and they can just run into each other like in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey and just form into one huge Busey oh, Nolte. Yeah. Noosey. <laughs> Noosey. Yeah. Nary Noosey. Nary Noosey. <laughs> and it just consumes all drugs. Oh my god! He wants more drugs! <laughs> Nary Noosey, no! <laughs> um, uh, okay, so you you didn't get to have much of a look around in Atlanta, though. Did no, you, not did you really. Did you get any time little... to do anything in New York or Chicago, or was it just shows? Uh, it was really just shows. I mean, we got into New York the night before. Uh, the next day, we went and saw we went to a Bernie Sanders rally. Oh, which was pretty great. Okay, here we go. See? Yeah. Well, so, you buried the lead a little here. <laughs> I buried the you. lead. Uh, yeah. So we went to a Bernie Sanders rally, uh, pretty close to where we were staying. Twenty eight thousand people were there. Um, and it was pretty crazy. I mean, it's crazy, you know, like it is, I mean, it does make our, you know, our, my little boast about 900 people coming to a podcast. No, no I mean, no. 28,000. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's all relative. There's, there's something very strange about the amount, you know, because I think as a population, I think what's happened here is that so many people for so long, I think you just, you know, like, like, it, and it's hap- it happens in Australia, I think, you know, the misinformation and the corruption and stuff, and it, it happens everywhere, but in America, it's so, in such a crazy place now right. that you almost just become so apathetic to the idea that nothing will change. And, they, and that, you know, that's the, that's the winning mentality for the people who are making all the money is right. for you to be like, oh, there's no point in voting. But, and I don't think a lot of us here ever thought there would be a guy or a candidate uh, of any gender who would sort of start saying this stuff that is like, you know, we need to stop giving, you know, we need to go to a system where it's more for people and you get the money for that from these billionaires who are running your government. Um, and I don't accept money from them. Uh, it really has done something crazy here. Unfortunately, because... Oh, right, but he wants us all to accept money from them. Yeah, he? yeah. Well, well, there's your hypocrisy. Sorry, now you're talking about when hippos do things that they say other people shouldn't. <laughs> exactly. Okay, a hypocrisy. Yeah, you. No, you're rapping hippos. <laughs> you hip hop hippos. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the hip hop hippo. The hip hop hippopotamus. I'm the hip hop hippopotamus. Oh, that's, that's, oh, that's, you know what? That's a of the the yeah. <laughs> There we go. All right. Well, there's <laughs> well, a lawsuit pending. That's how they wrote that bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
How would they ever come up with something like that? Oh, you just stumble into it. Yeah, you'll figure it out. You just fall into something. Talk for an hour. You'll get it. Dig yourself out of a hole. (laughs) Yeah. Somewhere on the way back up, you might find something. Uh, what does a Bernie Sanders rally look like? So how ex- long does it go for? Who's speaking? It's, who's in the audience? Like, tell me all this. Uh, it's extremely diverse. Um, and it is full. Uh, I mean, it, you know, it's young. It's old. It is the, it's, it, it's hard to explain how hard it was to actually get to it. I mean, it's in a park. So you'd think that it would just be pretty easy, but there's such a security presence right. that there's a lot of gates and there's a lot of areas that are completely like shut down. So you had to walk, we had to walk, we probably walked 45 minutes to to actually get there. Probably like a half hour of that was when we were in the park, just trying to actually, you know, navigate to it. So when we got to it, we, we were kind of, we were far back, you know, but he still hadn't gone up. And and it really is almost like stand up. Like, that is like stand up. It yeah. is just like stand up. Has Bernie been on you? Yet? Know, exactly. And and just what, like stand up. What's the crowd like? Yeah, and just like stand up, you what you are, you know, you're like slogging through comics that you're right. like, oh god, this guy's I didn't not know very this good. guy was going to be. Yeah, on. it's like a show with like 15 right. comics. Who does this guy know? And it ends with Louis C.K. Right. You know, and yeah, up when's, until when's then, yeah, up until then, it's like open micers. <laughs> you better do some of that bringing down Wall Street material. Tonight. Yeah, that's been good here for, stuff. That's good stuff. Come on, he better. If he doesn't do that, if he does new stuff, what's he closing with? Yeah, what are you going to close with, Louis? <laughs> uh, okay, so what? Who were the speakers beforehand, and what sort of stuff are they doing? Uh, they were like, you know, it varied from like um, Congress people to you know people who just run charities or things that are in line with sort of his message. Uh, musicians played. Uh, and then to introduce him was Danny DeVito. But mm. we, Dave and I were at the point where we were so far back that if the person was tall, we could see them. If the person was Danny DeVito, we could only right. hear them. We yeah, were on our way sure. to no D. Uh, so we well, couldn't... That's no double D. That's right. That's actually well, right. That's, that's, no actually no, that's no D cubed. Yeah. <laughs> no D cubed. <laughs> My second favorite rapper. <laughs> D-cubed. Uh, so we couldn't see Danny and Bernie. We were just able to see, like the top of his the head. top of his head. Like yeah. he was like a talking head, and we could just see his head. Um, and Danny DeVito gave a great intro, and then Bernie went up and he spoke for. Be great know. if Danny DeVito was like. Uh, and I think the most important thing is we got to get rid of the Batman. Ah, Batman, get rid of the bat. Yeah. And now to introduce Bernie Sanders, the Riddler and the Penguin. <laughs> riddle me this, riddle me that. Why isn't there a big Wall Street tax for the bat? <laughs> Boo! Where's Batman? Bernie, Bernie, shut the fuck up! Shut up! God. I'm thinking I want a nice cold beer. Let's get the hell out of here. Shut up, Riddler. <laughs> I actually do Rhymer, not Riddler. Uh, Rhymer's Riddler's. They couldn't get the rights for Riddler. He's like the second Gallagher, like yeah. Gallagher's brother would go on tour as Gallagher. Well, no, yeah, or he's the guy who does the, you know, when you see someone do hip hop live, they've always got like a guy who's filling in the bitch you can't do because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you loot them on the album. Yeah, so right, yeah. He's that guy, Rhymer, just in the back. Those are the best guys. <laughs> who are just riding in the car. <laughs> Not too far. My man. 
garbage can. <laughs> that's, that's the that's the thing. It's so fun when you like start to notice that shit. The the, the background track or like the, the filler in. Those guys are the best. Right. The ones who just accentuate like the last three words of a, a fucking line. Uh, well, there's a couple of like uh, major bands. This won't surprise you, actually. Probably it won't surprise anyone now that people have realized uh, how ACDC go about their business. Right. Um, I don't know if you've been following that story that well, Ax- I know Axel Rose is going to fill in. Yeah. So basically, Bon Scott was the original singer of ACDC. Who was and, amazing. Yeah, and he died of you know good he times. Did, yeah. Uh, he died. He, did he choke on his throat. Yeah. 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 Accidental good times. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Brian Johnson. Uh, has been in the job for like 150 years. Yeah. Like really, like over 30 years. Yeah. Like, and and it's still shocked that his voice is like, I, I just would imagine that would hurt. Every right. time I hear him sing, I'm like, do you have to? And, and, the, and the thing is, he was still the new guy, even though yeah. he'd been like- the, I know. Like, and he had to do that. And then suddenly he's like, oh, hey, I'm going deaf. And they're like, okay, see ya. And he's like, what? The, if... <laughs> He did come out and say they didn't explain yeah. why they sacked him. They probably did. He just yeah. didn't hear them. Yeah. And someone was like, some, and that was responding to someone who was asking for directions. Right. <laughs> like, they didn't ask me, so I don't know. Doesn't make exact sense to me. So then they've got Axl Rose. Like, yeah. it seems like such a bad choice. Like, well, it's also strange because Axl, they just like Guns N' Roses just reunited for the first time in forever. Right. So you would kind of feel like there would maybe be an opportunity there to sort of parlay that into like, you know, because like everybody's been waiting to see Guns N' Roses like on the road, even if it's a shit show, just to see them again together, just to sort, you know, so the idea that they just did one show and now he's like in classic Axl Rose fashion, he joins ACDC. I mean, ACDC now. (laughs) He just, what the fuck? I mean, that's just that, Slash must just be like. I mean, to say that I'm done. I mean, is understating it. Like Axel isn't even moving around the stage because he's broken his foot or something. Oh, so he's sitting in a chair. So you're seeing a big fat Axel in a chair, and oh. the guy and ACDC have gone. Yeah, that's who we need. Yeah, yeah, that's better. Do you have to bring the IV on stage, Axel? KFCC, KFC, DC. That would have been KFCC, KFC, DC. That's what I was going for. Thank you. KFC, DC. Would have been good if I'd been able to say uh, it. KFC, DC, C. Ah, you'll anyway, get whatever. We'll fix it. In whatever. Post. Anyway, would Either you? Way. Whatever. But yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't know. That just seems. That seems strange. Yeah. Um. So, but and then as far as you go, you just got back and you just did your show for you were just in melbourne forever doing your show and you're doing it one time in the states tonight tonight so um people might not hear this beforehand uh but yes you're doing a support for me at, at, at nerd melt and the thing about the show i was just telling you before is it's a really specifically australian show like it's yeah. all about australian issues and stuff because because it was a show that i wasn't touring the rest of the world for the first time in ages i had some aussie things i really was you know passionately wanted to talk about right and, and the whole time i was kind of like oh well you know when i yeah when i do it in la that one night i'll you know i'll change it around a bit or i'll bring some other stuff in or I'll blah 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 right and then i just made a decision at some point i was like nah no, I'm just going to do the show. Now, mostly it'll be Aussies in the room anyway, so I think for them it'll be fun to hear about Australia, particularly if you're over here, you know? Yeah. But for the people who aren't Australian who are in the room, I just think it might just be fun. 
because I love that idea of like I'm going to go out there and I'm going to start talking and on, along the way I'm going to have to like be aware of like explaining things or seeing if things make sense or if something doesn't make sense I can explain it afterwards and the way that you'll be yeah I think that is just like well that's kind of like the thing you do as a comic in a weird way is like you know you try to come up with ways to make it hard on yourself a little bit to just keep you know, just keep in the in the moment and keep trying stuff and like learn new tactics and all that shit. So the idea that you're gonna go do like a translated show almost right. for thirty percent of the audience. Yeah, because I really thought about it and I was like, well, I could go through the show and I could change things and I could come up with it. Yeah. But basically, what I really because I think most of it will make sense. Yeah, anyway. yeah. Like I really do believe there'll probably be about sort of ten or five or ten percent of it. You know that people might not quite understand and there might be like another five percent that they'll understand what i'm talking about but they might not have the cultural relevance of why that was such an important thing right. so even though you understand the jokes you just don't have the context in which to place those jokes right but um but as i was saying to you before that's basically what being from anywhere else in the world but america is like because America has such a huge cultural influence on yeah. the entertainment that people watch that everybody everywhere else in the world, we've always had to do that. You just you never translate your fucking programs for us. Listen. We, we're just like, you know what? You just laugh along to this person bursting through a wall and saying, oh, yeah, even though you don't understand what that reference is. <laughs> and you laugh at it. In everything that it gets referenced That is so because great. You don't, you don't know what it is, but you, you know what? You're just going to have to fucking catch up. You're just going to have to work out that everybody else is laughing and it's a funny uh, thing. You got to say that tonight. That is such a great way of, of condensing that. That's so true. I mean, but, that, but that's also, I mean, it's essentially like, I think the American version of that that you probably have too, but you've also had the translated version is when you watch a movie that you loved as a child that is maybe still a classic, but you haven't seen in a while, and you see again 15 years later when you're a grown person, and you're like, oh, I really didn't... I used to laugh at that joke and have no idea what it meant. Oh, I, I used mean, to just always just be like, ah, right, so you, funny. And then you're like, I mean... Who's Ronald Reagan? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> But it's so true. Yeah. I would have opinions on people that I had never heard of that were purely yeah. formed. I know. Because they referenced it in some show. Yeah. Or like, like, or, like ly or like lyrics to a song that you used to be like, you know, the lyric, uh, lyrics we all know that used to be 100% or one thing. And then like when you're older, you find You mean this song isn't actually about people turning into Japanese people? Wait a minute. Hang on. He's not saying I want to be your big stuffed birdie? Hang on. He want beast of burden? What the hell's a beast of burden? Right. Big stuffed birdie. <laughs> That's why. When he's singing about cocaine, he means... <laughs> okay. He means someone having a nice refreshing soda with a limp, right? Right. Cocaine. <laughs> That's what the penguin has when he has a coke. A cocaine. <laughs> what am I missing? Uh, what did Danny DeVito do in his warm-up for Bernie? Very brief, uh, very uh, off the cuff, but no he was notorious just... Notorious stoner? I used to see him... Oh, is he? I used to see him around here uh, quite a lot. He, he and Rhea Popperman. Right. Uh-huh, sure. And Popper pronunciation. They are both, um, they are both very short people. They, yes. There is no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, but he's apparently like a massive, massive stoner. Oh, is he? And so whenever I see him, I just like, I want to like, because I'd love to get stoned with Danny DeVito. Oh. I think that would be like the best fun. 
Oh my God. Right? What? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you <laughs> handing you a joint, that yeah. little arm extended, just being like, well, this is a top five experience. Right. Yeah. That's, but it, it doesn't surprise me though, because I've heard from a number of people that he is just the best. That right. he's still just like a pleasure to be around and like a good, funny dude, you know. Uh, but, but so his, his intro was good because it got people fired up because the truth is people get fatigued after that shit. Right. I mean, you sit through all that shit. It's sunny. You know, you really just want to see, you want to see Bernie do Are the they, hits. Uh, do they sell uh, food and beverages? Or is uh, it, uh, like- there's water. I don't, there wasn't really food. Right. No. So you can't get a beer or whatever. No, there's no beer mm. <laughs> because um, by the end, people yeah. be like, ah. I'm voting for Hillary if he doesn't get up there soon. Uh, all right, Chad, you've had a bunch. Don't serve him anymore. I'll go to a different kiosk. Don't, Chad. Um, no, no, man. What? Hang on. What? What? <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, <laughs> but he really just was like, he was just like, when the, when the main event gets out here, we really need to, you know, get right. fired up. I want to hear Bernie. He's like, there's only one candidate who is f- doing stuff for you. You know, that sort of, okay. that sort of stuff. Sure. Um, and then comes the Sandman, Bernie Sanders. It's the stage. Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> Woo! He's like clapping. Oh my God, I didn't know he could move no, like no, that. No, 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 Let me hear you, motherfuckers. No, 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 Let me hear you. No, no. Can you feel that fucking burn? Woo! He's like, he's doing like a round off or a cartwheel. Bernie, no. Oh man. <laughs> he was doing Blow with Wilson backstage. Yeah. So You know what it's Wilson's fault. To yeah, it's not good. He's a major contributor to the campaign. <laughs> but <laughs> look, Wilson loves sand. Do you know what he has a super pack? Yeah. <laughs> it's not our fault. But most of this money has come from Wilson. Yeah. Wilson is the guy. I he's mean, he's the puppet master. I gotta be honest with you, uh big volleyball is behind this whole thing. <laughs> we need more volleyball nets on beaches. Hang on, this, this seems weird. This, this is coming. And more volleyball competitions everywhere. This is coming directly from the volleyball lobby. If I'm your candidate and your president, everyone will buy a volleyball <laughs> and the volleyball kit. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone off the rails a little. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess it can't all be about Wall Street, right? <laughs> oh, no, Will I Street. Guess. Well, yeah. <laughs> next year's show. Have <laughs> to live a year longer. All right, that's Another year. 115. Right. <laughs> Got to drink the smoothies. All right, we should finish up soon because I do. We do have to do this show tonight. But yeah. uh, and I, um, you know, I should. Uh, yeah. Do get whatever it is to that I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Get, yeah. Get, get your nine pairs of pants on and get, get ready. Re- yeah. Yeah. I will be wearing, uh, yeah, step two in the transition pants tonight. Okay. I had a feeling. Yeah. I know those ones too. I think yeah. I know those two. I probably know a third. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I'll just be naked. I mean, that, that's when you know if Gareth is comfortable on stage. Yeah. When I finally have nothing on. <laughs> Have you done public nudity? Have you done on stage nudity? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, if you got to pause, you kind of have probably. Uh, I've definitely done some stuff where, like, you know, I've shown my ass and stuff, like when that used to be funnier. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, 
<laughs> but, uh, back when that was the prevailing joke yeah, of the day. Yeah, yeah, back when that was hilarious. I did a video in college where me and my friends, it, it was People ridiculous. watching it as an adult going, you know, I found that funny when I was a child. <laughs> oh, it is totally one of those things where you'd be like, ah, that used to be funny. Okay. That's tough to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just some like sketch stuff. But I, I'm not even one of those people who's like super comfortable, you know, like I wouldn't go to a nude beach or something like that. Right. But I just at home... You know, once I'm com- well, yeah, I mean, like literally, I come home and I'm like a, a toddler who just got back. I Would just you, like strip down. Do you sit on things in your nakedness? Uh, so, yeah, but like my, I, I'll lay. I lay. What do you mean? I don't like sit. I'll like lay. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. You've got to point out the distinction. <laughs> like I'll lay on my couch. You know what I mean? Naked. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then do you let other people sit on that couch? Only if they're naked. Right. <laughs> It's no, the nude I mean, couch. It's my casting yeah, couch. Do you have a? I <laughs> oh, don't sit there, mate. That's, uh, that's... <laughs> no, 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 no. You no. might want to. You might want to put on a new pair of transitions. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to transition to the next uh, order. Uh, yeah. So, because I, I, I don't. That's one of my issues. Is like I don't want to be nude in a place that I'm inviting other people to. Like, I don't want my nakedness to have touched anything that other people. But have it's to not touch. really like. T- Okay, but so like... Well, when you're laying on a couch, it's touched. Like, have you ever had sex on your couch? No. <laughs> this conversation's <laughs> over. <laughs> That's interesting. I, th- I guess we... Uh, uh, whew, is that hot in here? Did you turn the AC off? I'm boiling over here. I don't know what is going on. Maybe I got bit by that ZD fly or whatever it's called. Mm. Whew! Steaming up. Anyway, so, um, yeah, Meltdown Tonight, and um, mm, what else? Anything in the news? Burning Rally, Batman. Yeah, I think we hit it all. Yeah, so, oh, I'm bushed. I should turn in. I'm exhausted. You hot? I'm tired. Ugh, I've never been this tired. Oh, I'm so tired all of a sudden. Just hits you like that, like a ton of bricks sometimes, you know? You just go from fine to just, oof, I gotta sleep. Got to beat traffic too. You know traffic. You know, you know how traffic is in LA. Where you'll just all of a sudden get in your car. You're like, oh, this will take twenty an hour. You know. So I'm hot, tired. Got to beat traffic. Just. Ooh. Thanks for having me though, man. It was great. I mean, I just I feel good. So all right. Well. Uh, Gareth Reynolds, it has been a pleasure. Thank you very much for Thank being on the podcast. Thank you as always, Will. I will see you this evening. Yes. Uh, well, I, I, I guess there's no point plugging. Well, you know what? I could put this up now and if someone listened to it, then I guess they could like hear it before that and still come to the show tonight. Yeah. So if you want to, it's 7 o'clock um, at uh, Meltdown. All the reserved tickets are gone, but that does not mean you can't get in because basically sometimes people don't come or they just uh, they let in like 20 or 30 extra people on the night. So last year, everybody basically got in. Um, and if you are hearing this beforehand, um, you can bring your own booze because it's uh, we, we keep it free so basically we can drink because otherwise you couldn't drink and I don't want to do a show to Australians nobody does well, I don't want, well, they'll riot I mean come on yeah come on guys so yeah, you can bring right. your own booze yeah. if you would like don't bring too much I, I was just going to say I think somebody's going to bring a keg for sure I mean like last year they did actually say afterwards they went wow the your audience bring a lot more booze than Jesus. normal there's a floor of cans right so yeah. anyway you can do that uh, it is a 
3D show? No, I don't know what it is. Is it a 3D? 3D, yeah. I don't know. Close your eyes. Make it. Yeah. Two, you can 2D two, it. You know what? You can do whatever D you want. Just watch it. Just watch it. Watch sit by, it. Oh, there's some poles in there. You could sit behind a pole. Yeah, definitely. that's no D. Close your eyes, plug your ears. Right. That's how they used to have to do it. Yeah. Back in the... Th- <laughs> Uh, apart from tonight, what else do you have? You have uh, the Dollop, your podcast, obviously. Yeah, you can listen to the Dollop podcast. You can listen to my other point, uh, my other podcast. Your podcast versus podcast. My point. My you can listen to my other podcast called Pod versus Pod. Uh, my other podcast, Point versus Point, and uh, I will be at Largo this Sunday. Uh, I think at eight or eight thirty with Pat and Oswald. Oh, nice. Uh, and then yeah, and then that's it. I'll be All in right. England. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I am in Perth, first week of May, so you can come to those shows as well. That's the end of my Australian tour. So um, thanks very much for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Will.